critic. I've never been so happy in my entire life. Oh, hyper fangirl. Being with you makes me completely forget the fact that there's an assassin watching me through his viewfinder. He really does blend into the background after a while, doesn't he? Like the pecking of Satan's vulture. Come on, I want to show you my humble abode. You know, not that being kidnapped and forced at gunpoint to love someone isn't delightfully quirky as you forced me to put it, but how long do you plan to keep this going? I told you, until we review Princess Diaries 2 together. It's always been my dream to review a bad movie with you. And did that dream also involve toad decapitation? Sometimes. Okay. You're doing a great job, by the way. I aim to please. <laughs> I think you're really gonna like it here. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm gonna love a place surrounded in pages of frozen fan fiction. Definitely underestimated the perks of dating a psychopath. Those all the Fast and Furious movies? Yep. Is that Marvel vs. Capcom 3.5.6? Yep. <gasps> Is this the mask? Arguably the most violent comic ever drawn on paper? Yes, before Jamie Kennedy, that was the most terrifying rendition known to man. This place is amazing! I'm kind of shocked you can afford it. Oh, this one time I stalked Joe Dante, and when I found out what he did with his Barbies in his private time, he gave me a great settlement. This place is like a salute to testosterone adolescence. I'm kind of shocked you're into all of this. Well, almost shocked. Don't you two have a movie to review? Thank you, Benny. What do you say, Critic? Are you ready to review an old nostalgic bad movie? Well, given these surroundings, maybe it won't be as bad as I thought. Good, because you're going to need that mentality to get through it. This is the sequel to the 2001 Disney hit Princess Diaries, reinforcing every little girl's dream that your ordinary life can be transformed into a fairy tale if you discover you were pushed out of the right cooch. While definitely not Shakespeare, even the toughest critics can look deep into their hearts and cheerfully declare this film as harmless. Royal engagement, however, takes whatever cliches we were willing to overlook in the first film and maximizes them to Shyamalan levels. No. Oh yes, Shyamalan levels. This results in one of the stupidest, embarrassing, and downright insane sequels Disney has ever put out. And that's saying a lot, given their lineup. So, Critic, are you ready to enter the world of vagina pandering? As long as I have my penis pandering nearby, I'm good. This is Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement. I didn't know they made a video game of The Purge. Actually, that's Grand Theft Auto 6. Oh. We open with the graduation of our main character, Mia, played by Anne Hathaway, graduating from high school. Woodrow Wilson School of Public and International Affairs, graduating class. Go, horrible sequels! Disappoint the fan bases you were never meant to keep! 
As the credits roll, we see Mia doing something we ironically never see Mia do in these movies. Writing her freaking diary. Well, it's me. Brand new college graduate slash princess. Slash non-credible actress for years thanks to films like this one you're about to see. This evening is my 21st birthday party and our tradition says I have to dance with all the eligible bachelors in Genovia. She lands her fake CGI plane over the poorly rendered landscapes of Generica where she'll live with her grandmother, played by Julie Andrews. But you're late, your majesty. A queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. <laughs> Her hearing must be gone now. There's almost as much blowing power in those horns as there is in this movie. Princess Mia. Princess Mia. As you may recall, in the first film, she had a nice romantic fling with a boy named Michael, but he's been banished to the friend zone, never to return. Wait, wasn't most of the last film trying to get his attention? Being Disney, shouldn't they live like all happily ever after and shit? Oh, and one Disney film for sure, but in a product-producing sequel, we need more arm candy to put in tween magazines. This is where Nicholas comes in, played by Chris Pine. I suppose it's too much to ask that he's come back in time with the USS Enterprise to take out Klingon imposters? Nope. He's here to be the charming jerk she'll of course fall in love with, while every other suitor comedically screws up in an unrealistic, over-the-top way. And you obviously don't speak English. If this were my party, we'd be kissing by now. One, two, three. One, two, three. You know, these guys have a chance to bag a hottie and be rich and powerful for the rest of their days. Don't you think maybe a language class, an etiquette class, hell, even a fucking dance class would be worth the effort for that? Guys in the Bachelorette work harder! Well, that would distract from painfully obvious Disney cameos. Like Raven, visiting all the way from the land of Stereotypicus. Do you like my fake accent and terrible costume? I had a whole bunch of kindergartners make it for my new show, That's So Racist. But an evil villain, played by John Rhys-Davies, has plans to take the crown away from her. And in case you missed the unbelievably subtle music foreshadowing that fact, he practically turns to the camera and announces it to the audience. You should be more careful, your royal highness. Somebody might try to take that away from you. Thank you so much for all your help. <laughs> Someone like me. It's actually kind of amazing. Even babies just born into this world could pick up on the fact that he's the villain without that being said. It probably makes just as much sense to have the movie go, He's the villain! He's the villain! He's the villain! He's the villain! Oh, critic, that's just an eye drop of how unsubtle this movie is. Take, for example, Mia's servants in the castle. Hi, how's it going? Come play with us, Mia. At your service. And I'm Brigitte, miss. A Brigitte and Brigitte? Don't curtsy like that. How do you like it, then? Like this, maybe? Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean, there like, you, you know, this. I, no, no, not that it. way. I didn't mean it at, um... The Queen bids you good morning, Princess. She's in session with... Oh, Pope. my God. This is one of those movies where instead of laughing at their silliness, you're questioning whether or not they were dropped as infants. Either way, you're not gonna laugh. So Mia stumbles across a secret passage so obvious you'd swear the fucking bat poles were waiting for her and eavesdropped on a political meeting. Because Parliament meets at the Queen's house for some reason. Another Genovian of the royal bloodline became eligible to assume the throne. What? My nephew's mother was my wife's sister. I am pleased to say that my nephew is ready to take his place as Genovia's rightful king. Huh. 
Funny they didn't see that little gigantic loophole coming all these years. Hey, come on. They were too busy teaching her how to sit properly. That was much more important. Isn't Princess Mia first in line to ascend the throne? The princess must marry. We have never enforced that law. A, a man doesn't have to marry to be king. My granddaughter should be given the same rights as any man. Yeah! The court will recognize the yeah that came from the extremely opinionated ventilating system. 60 days. Two months. 60 days. 30 days. So the court allows Mia 30 days to find herself a husband so that she may be able to rule the kingdom as queen. Hey, to be fair, 30 days is quadruple the time given in most Disney movies. But it's okay, because the queen has a brilliant strategy to foil the plans of our obvious villain and his nephew. Have them live in the palace, of course, giving them much easier access to steal the crown away. Shut up! I am dead serious. Oh no, Parliament didn't invite him. I did. If there's any mischief going on, I'd prefer it be right under my nose. Okay, there's a big difference between keeping your friends close and your enemies closer and giving your bank pin number to a man in a black and white striped shirt and a dark mask. I mean, isn't it like the equivalent of saying, hey, here's a stabbing knife. I'm just gonna turn my back to the wall and hope that nobody plunges it in there anytime soon. No, 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 no. And you'll never guess who the villain's nephew who wishes to steal the crown is. Why, Chris Pine, of course! Spending most of his time hatching diabolical schemes with his uncle Gimli, son of Doi. Your Highness? Lord, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't think I've actually seen a live-action turning of the head going, hmm, since watching Miss Piggy on The Muppet Show. To her credit, I think Miss Piggy was more subtle. Would you care to explain what was going on out there? Yeah, your performance is making minds look like under-actors. If you'll come with me, I have something to show you. Uh, I think you could leave that right there. We're trading one feminine stereotype for another feminine stereotype. Like this franchise's favorite running cliché! Opening up doors and gawking at materialism. This is so cool! They're charming! I love these. Hmm, Marie Antoinette's line, let them eat cake, is sounding more like a charitable phrase compared to this. Gorgeous, Grandma, but kind of a letdown after the jewels, I'm not gonna lie. Noopy McDork face! Have you come to lose credibility in my movie too? No, I'll just let my performance in Hostel 2 do that. So they sit around partaking in feminine stereotype number a trillion, cheerfully debating who she's gonna marry. Absolutely accept. Prince William. He's not eligible because he's in line for his own crown. Oh. I do love how one minute she's strongly against an arranged marriage, and then the next she's scarfing down popcorn, picking which stud cake has the best royal family jewels. Antoine Soussaint of Paris? Yeah, he's cute. Mm, his boyfriend thinks he's handsome also. Right on. We're pro something. That should distract from the fact that we're saying nothing funny. Why'd they include a gay guy in there anyway? But they finally find a prince who seems eligible. He likes long walks on the beach while scarves are pulled by strings, has no character outside of being chiseled like mythological Greek porn, and reacts perfectly with her having no character outside of being clumsy because, well, that's all Gary Marshall has in his comedies. Are you bad-mouthing runaway bride? I guess not. Good. Cause I cried like a bitch at the end of that movie.
But evil son of duh tells his nephew that he must try to romance Mia if they are ever to get the crown. He finds her hiding from her servants. Shh. Why are we whispering? I'm hiding from my lady's mates. Because I'm not about being pampered and materialistic, except while I'm being pampered and materialistic. This is so cool. I'm sorry, is there something you wanted to say to me? You are the one who stomped on me with your big feet. Big feet? Brigitte, I found her. I'm not here. It wasn't her. It was a ghost. Woo! I don't even think Muppet Babies would have a line that stupid. You see, usually when I ask a woman to dance, I always show her my family tree. Oh, well, are you just crafty? She's just jealous because he stole her eyeliner. The point is that I'm on to you. Oh, ho, 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 boy, am I on to what you are trying to do. And what am I trying to do? This is the most cliched hiding place you could have chosen. This is, this is the stupidest hiding place. take us to the Bahamas as hiding place. Oh, um, please forgive the intrusion, your highness. Lord Devereux. No, you don't, uh... Well, I do hope Pine doesn't distract her too much from focusing on how to be a good queen. Oh, don't worry. They still have plenty of time to teach her the most vital information about being a political leader. Like how to do archery, how to ride side saddle, and most importantly, how to wave a fan. We are learning the art of the fan. Wait a minute, the fate of their kingdom lies in her hands and they're focusing on fucking fan waving? Unless she's shown how to decapitate a person a la Mortal Kombat style, I don't see the importance of that. Well, this movie feels that girls don't want to actually learn about being a good leader or ruling with intelligence and wit. They'd rather have all that fame without that pesky responsibility. Even when she watches the queen with the local farmers, the biggest thing she learns is how not to hold a chicken. A princess never chases a chicken. I'm sure that information will save us from warring countries. This movie doesn't want to teach any good morals to girls, it's just pretending like it does while partaking in a million stereotypes. I mean, who would be desperate enough to use gender manipulation to get what they want? Uh, Critic, could you hold on to my collection of Playboy cartoons? Ooh, this has the Silverstein collection! <laughs> I also have to be ladylike while riding side saddle. Impressively sneaky, Grandma. Did you come up with this on your own? Oh no, it's a centuries-old idea. You know, Grandma, I thought up some solutions for this country's economic struggle. Nope, side saddle. I recall Princess Di doing a lot of charity work. Uh-oh, side saddle. I don't even know the name of one town in this country. Side saddle, side saddle! They'll burn you a heretic unless you know side saddle! Side saddle! So while riding with her wooden prosthetic, and nobody noticing that the other side of her dress has a leg-sized bump, Silly, son of Lane, has yet another evil plan. Princess Mia's horse, Sandy, gets easily spooked by snakes, and so let's get it really spooked, shall we? Hmm? This is a fake snake. Asps. Very dangerous. That's rubber, yes, but it will spook the horse. The rubber snake does end up spooking the horse, and Mia's leg is officially pulled. No wonder she's so clumsy, she's got a wooden leg! I like all of these men wearing helmets. What the hell was that about? The queen, no doubt thrilled about how well her plan of having the villain stay with them is going, questions Chris Pine about his motivation. Why are you so against Princess Mia being queen? 
Ah, uh, my uncle feels that Princess Mia doesn't know the people. And you feel you do? Yes. I was born here, I went to primary school here. I even have an accent in every other sentence. And to be frank, she spent little time here since then. Well, how can one rule the people if they do not know the people? Fine, not so surprisingly, brings up a very legit and obvious point. That Andrews sucks as a teacher and probably a queen. So, in order to have Mia know the people, she introduces her to the 0.01% of the country. Because if there's anything that history has taught us, it's the rich who need the most help. Alyssa and I were uh, just discussing her latest achievement. <laughs> She's received the Rhodes Scholarship. Andrew has a PhD in anthropology from Oxford. Alyssa was in the Peace Corps. Mia and Pine exchange their obviously not fiancés who obviously trust one another to obviously not fall in love. Andrew, would you like to get a drink? I have a feeling they're going to start a my horse is bigger than your horse run. <laughs> I would absolutely love to, excuse us. Don't do anything you wouldn't do. <laughs> Wait. You can't just say something like that and walk away. I will have you know that I am very attracted to him. He understands me. He understands you? Wow, what passion. I loathe you. <gasps> I loathe you. I loathe you first. Mm. So remember, kids, if you constantly bicker, manipulate, lie, and insult one another, it's not a dysfunctional relationship, it's real love. Oh good, everyone keeps telling me I'm crazy for thinking that. I say ironically. You stay away from me! Ah! Look out, fat slapstick! Do I want to know? I don't think so. Needless to say, I met Chris Pine and he made me when. When are you going to start acting responsibly? When, when you start teaching it! God! She's scheduled for a very important public waving down in Epcot, Genovia, when she sees a little girl being made fun of. She stops the parade and pulls at Jennifer Lawrence by getting out and talking to her. Would you like to be a princess today? I can't, I'm too little. Why don't we get you a tiara, and you can wave and march in the parade. In fact, why don't you all take tiaras? All? Give them all free tiaras. I'll take care of it later. Thank you. BTW, the price for tiaras has just suddenly gone up. A thousand dollars per plastic ruby. Hugging orphans. What a vulgar, low, despicable, political trick. Right? Gary Marshall should be ashamed of himself causes her, just a mere hour into the movie, to finally do something of political good. The children from the shelter will be housed at the Winter Castle in the mountains of Libet. And converted into a children's shelter until money can be raised for one of their own. No, wait, I'm sure you had to tie this back to how to wear shoes or something. This also inspires her to gather all the princesses from all over the world to a gigantic get-together. Oh, good, are they finally gonna talk about using their image for charity events or raising awareness for global problems or... Let me kill them now. No, no, no. Save her for Gary Marshall. May I? And now for the royal stunt double. The queen sticks around as she figures a spoonful of pandering makes the awful scene go down. What did you do? Well, I might have tweaked it a little bit on my computer. Yeah, but I don't know how to do this sort of thing. Some boys can walk. Some guys can grow. Strike an elegant pose. Well, there's a 
Boy, this is the most out of nowhere impromptu dance since Vanilla Ice sang Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Can we just cut to all the poor Genovian peasants starving in the streets while these little twats have their horrendously expensive slumber party? This movie's really starting to piss me off. Tell me about it. You know, instead of trying to inspire people, they're just using their hormones to achieve some sort of selfish need. Yeah, I have to admit, that does sound a little familiar. Hey, look, guys, I just downloaded a wrestling video game where you can be a mutant trifecta of Sergeant Slaughter, Andre the Giant, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my god, I am so there! <laughs> Look, you can also be Triple Show Austin Hogan. Awesome! Subtle son of obvious is not pleased with how his diabolical plans are going. Can't believe that I am hearing this. You want her to rule? After all the effort that we have put in, we used a rubber snake, dammit! We used a rubber snake! And by the way, if even now you haven't realized that they're the bad guys yet, once again, they announce it to the audience because they just don't think you're smart enough to process their subtlety. He's not the one she's marrying, is he? Would you please try to keep up, Brigitte? He's trying to steal the crown. He's the villain! 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 I think viewers of Dora the Explorer could figure out faster what this movie is trying to explain. Hey, kids! Can you tell who the villain is supposed to be? It's so obviously that guy! No shit! But before Pine has to go, he asks Mia to spend one night with him in secret. Because, you know, they shared insults and bickering and weird fountain sex. The maids tried to distract her grandma while she sneaks out. We never got to finish our routine at the slumber party. What the hell did I just watch? The most desperate moment in all of comedy. It will never be matched. I mean, by heavenly Jesus, the same company that brought us the miracle of Snow White, the majesty of Fantasia, the breathtaking size of Lion King, and the groundbreaking genius of Pixar has also delivered unto us. I feel like a little humor in the world has died and we'll never get it back. Not a lot, but enough to notice a chilling emptiness. Like every single banging of those pots is drilling a nail into the heart of a clown. I don't think humor will ever be the same again. Ding dang dong, ding dang dong. So our lovebirds partake in romantic thumb wrestling, as most lovers do, when it turns out his uncle had them followed by paparazzi. 
I you know, no idea it's really a shame is. he didn't get juicier stuff last night, you jerk! You don't understand! It's the third act! We're supposed to hate and misunderstand each other right now! And here's the royal oh. exclusive I promised. Of course it makes it all over the news, thus Mia and Prince Fiancé debate what they should do. I still think this marriage is a good idea. Anything? I really want to say yes, but no, there's just, there's no spark. Me too. God, you think after knowing you for five days and being forced to marry you, there'd be something, but no, this obvious political calculated move just feels sparkless. But that doesn't stop them from continuing the wedding, and thus everything is set for the big day, including a... Stan Lee cameo? I do better if you and I get married. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. Um, did I miss something? Mr. Lee, Disney hasn't bought Marvel yet. Ooh, Disney is buying Marvel? No, not until years later. I didn't know I was Ralph Nader. No, you're the president of Marvel. I am? Don't put him in X-Men Days of Future Past. I am Groot. But just as the wedding is about to take place, with the villain seated right in the front row! Why do saboteurs get the best treatment in this country? Mia, as the strong, decisive queen we all know she's going to be, bails in the middle of the wedding because, like all good leaders, she just doesn't know what to do! Now you can go back into that church and get married, or you can walk away. Whatever choice you make, let it come from your heart. Things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! <laughs> My sudden spaz attack loves you so much! So she calls off the wedding and, because all of Parliament is there of course, makes a plea right there on the spot to abolish the law saying she must be married to rule. I believe I will be a great queen. I love Genovia. Do you think that I would be up here in a wedding dress if I didn't? I move to abolish the marriage law as it applies to present and future queens of Genovia. I second the motion. Aye. 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 If I may say so myself, you rule! <laughs> By God, if Abraham Lincoln thought up such a groundbreaking speech, maybe we could have avoided the Civil War. Hey, Congress of America, I know it's just a kager at my house, but you guys are just so rad. What do you say we abolish slavery? Wouldn't it be cool? It'd just be cool. Just because I didn't get my fairy tale ending? Doesn't mean you shouldn't. But a wedding still takes place as the queen, again, spur of the moment, decides to marry her bodyguard, Joe, as they've been having a secret romance that was secret to nobody. My lord archbishop, I would like to take this man as my husband, if you please. Okay, this wedding can still be saved if John Reese davies goes up to Mia and whispers the Lannisters send their regards. You can figure out the rest. I pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride. This has got to be the weirdest day in this country's history. It would forever be known in the history books as the cool guys who did rad things and it was just like totally Sha wedding. As such, Mia keeps her romance going with Pine but decides not to get married until the time is right, thus focusing on being a good queen. I promise to wave fans, shoot arrows, and ride in parade floats until the next talentless puppet comes to take my place. 
I'm gonna eat a T-bone steak and watch mindless Gorda balance things out. Well, I'm not gonna lie, Hyper Fangirl. That was actually a lot of fun. Do you really mean it? Yeah. Surprisingly, we liked more things than I thought. Maybe, maybe we do have a lot in common. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. She's got the Michael Bay Transformers movies. You like the Michael Bay Transformer movies? Uh, no. I hate all of them. Even the first one? Yeah. No. Wait, which do you enjoy? What? Come on, what the... Just tell me which ones you want me to like. Transformers, Transformers 2, the first one again, Transformers 3, the first one again, Transformers 4, the rise of the revenge of the second... first one... again? I see what you're doing. You're trying to play to my inner man-child, just like this movie's trying to play to every inner woman-child. You're just trying to manipulate the primal stupidity that never wants to evolve in all of us. Did it work? No! But we were having so much fun together. That's not love, that's just enjoying the same stuff. Aren't those the same things? I, it's just like this movie. It doesn't teach you, it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't care if you're a better person by the end. All it cares about is that you give it attention. For all their talk of girl power and being independent, all they're doing is throwing the same lazy cliches at you so you'll never crave anything different. They want to keep you in that primal box so you'll never evolve and always want the same thing over and over. That way they can keep selling you the same thing over and over and don't have to try as hard. Well, love for art doesn't work that way. Both the viewer and the artist need to be invested if both are expected to grow. And I know what people say, oh, it's a girly thing, you wouldn't understand. What, it's girly not to think? It's girly to accept whatever pandering bullshit is thrown at you? I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I get distracted by stupid shit too. But when movie comes along claiming it has your best interest in mind when clearly it doesn't, that's not love, that's just desperate. As desperate as... Ding, dang, dong. Ding, dang, dong. That's what love is, hyper fangirl. It's not about giving people what they want. It's helping them discover what they need. And the same love given back in return. Right on, man. Well, I've discovered that... We need to watch the movie again! Hyper! No! We just need to watch it one more time and have a bunch of good laughs and it's gonna be the best! Hyper! My gosh, he's trying to play a movie without the system's update! No, Hyper! Don't you know what happens when you try to play a movie without the system's update? When will people learn to read the manual? You think we'll ever see her again, Critic? I just don't know, Benny. No? Well, for one, viewership popularity will be the deciding factor. Oh. Second, 
Maybe she isn't meant to be found. Love is a strange thing, Benny. Sometimes you have to be away from it for a while in order to fully understand it. But I can tell you this, Benny. I'm no longer going to be bound to the limitations of my gender. It's time to balance out excessiveness with variety and intelligence. Indeed. Let's go watch Expendables 3 while reading Jane Austen. Right. <laughs>